Hey, everybody. Welcome to You Were Born for this podcast with Father John Ricardo. That's me. I'm Father John. I'm the executive director at Acts 29, where we talk about anything and everything having to do with transformation in the church. I'm here in the igloo with my sister in the Lord, Mary Guilfoyle. How are you, Mary? I'm shaking. If you can hear this uh, <laughs> low hum in the background, that's the heater, which is on top of the table in our podcast studio because... It's freezing in here. And we have no... Uh, what do you call that stuff? Um, insulation. Yeah, that. Sorry, my brain's yeah. frozen. So, yeah, Mary. So that's uh, this is great. We're it's cold. It's kind of ascetical in here, and it is that leads aesthetical. perfectly into uh, our topic, <laughs> which is what. Yeah. So today, uh, we want to talk about boot camp with Acts twenty nine. Oh, bring it on! <laughs> let's go. Okay, let's pray, shall we? In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Uh, Lord, snow and wind, bless the Lord. <laughs> we thank you for uh, the beauty of the seasons uh, for this time here in uh, the beautiful state of Michigan, and uh, which is covered in uh, cold and chill and a little bit of snow, all of which glorifies you. Lord, we thank you for this new year, for this time that we're in, for the graces that you're pouring out upon each of us, we just continue to thank you for uh, an opportunity to reset, to prepare ourselves, uh, to grow in ever greater attentiveness to your voice. Lord, we just ask for your anointing on our time right now, this conversation, that would rouse many of our brothers and sisters to join us in getting prepared for whatever it is that you might want to prepare us for. We ask all that in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. In the thank name you, of the Father. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. All right, so what do we mean by uh, Acts 29 boot camp? Yeah, Father John, that's a great question. So um, I have had on my heart for some time to, um, to do this program called Fiat 90. You, at the same time, were having conversations uh, with some of your brothers about doing Exodus 90. And so what we've decided to do is to do this as a team, Right? So you guys do Exodus 90, the guys, the women are doing Fiat 90. Fiat 90, I'll talk about that in a little bit, in a little bit, is the counterpart to Exodus 90 for women. And it starts on January 17th. And, yep. and um, I think it runs through April 16th. So it's something that we're going to do starting a week from today, actually. And it finishes up just right before Easter. Right. So the challenge, quite simply, is for y'all to consider joining <laughs> us, Acts 29, um, in doing either the men's or the women's version of a 90-day ascetical program, either called Exodus 90 or Fiat 90. And we'll uh, we'll break those open a little bit, and we'll talk about why, too, in a second. Yeah. But it, it's worth just saying, I was really... So I've known a bunch of guys who've done this over the years, or the last couple of years anyway, and they've always, they've always shared with me uh, what's going on. And I've, I've never been personally attracted to it. I just haven't felt invited to it Um until recently. But in doing a little work on this, I didn't realize that it actually came from a Catholic priest. It was uh, created by a guy named Father Brian Dorr at Mount St. Mary's Seminary, um, which is up in Emmitsburg, Maryland. So its origins come from a guy just walking with younger seminarians, um, kind of like uh, getting into the trenches with them. And that's always been an image that I've wanted for seminary. You know, like I've, I've said so long to so many guys, uh, both bishops, other priests, rectors, like somehow seminary formation should have some sort of a component to it, like 
basic training or boot camp. Your husband's a Marine. Mm-hmm. You know, like you don't just like check into the Ritz when you join the Marines. I mean, you go through some intense formation. And I've always thought that That's as a, a priest, mm-hmm. that would be a great way to start um, seminary. And then certainly just as a Christian, like there's a need to continually get back to um, discipline, not for the sake of discipline, but so as to be ever more attentive to the Lord, so as to grow in self-mastery. Mm-hmm. And if you can do this with other people, mm-hmm. if you can do this with sisters and I can do this with, with brothers, then there's a sense of going through it all together. So that's a little bit about where it comes from. We should We should just like get to the nitty gritty and tell people what's in it too, but you want to share something. Yeah. I kind of wanted to talk uh, a little bit about why it is I felt called to do this. So this has been on my radar for a couple years and I try to get a a small community of women to do it. And for any number of reasons, it wasn't the right time. And I'll be really honest. um, I didn't think I could do this by myself. And I thought if I can't get a, a community like, like, I know I'm going to be set up to fail. And um, towards the end of last year, I started to pray with, I started to pray with, um, I always ask, try to ask the Lord, what scripture passage uh, do you want me to be guided by in the next year? Um, what word do you have for me and what virtue are you calling me to work on? Mm. And as I started to pray through that and God started to make it very clear, I'm thinking, oh my gosh, this is like the perfect foundation for praying about doing Fiat 90. And so I made the commitment. I I said, okay, Lord, this seems to fit right in with what it is you're speaking to my heart. And I reached out to eight women and eight women said yes. Awesome. And so we're doing this together and I'm so excited. The time just feels right. Cool. So let's talk a little bit about what it is. So, cause that's the, that's the, the heart of this. And, and I, I felt like the Lord, we were praying about it the other day as a team and I kind of proposed the challenge to everybody. Uh, I felt like the Lord just said, you know, John, um, this isn't going to be neat, like a cool little thing to do. And it'd be like, hard. <laughs> Yeah, I, 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 I don't feel like you said so much it was going to be hard, although I, I know that. I know enough from spiritual disciplines and physical disciplines that it is. I felt like he just really said, um, you need this right now. You individually and you as a team need this right now. And we think the church needs something too. Not to be, I don't, I don't say that to be scary or to cause concern. I don't think, I don't know, maybe Jesus is coming back tomorrow. I'm not sure. But um, it's just that we, we easily get complacent, lazy, sluggardly, all sorts of things. And this is a, a great opportunity um, for us again, just to kind of grow in some really essential discipline. So this is what it looks like for men. I'll break this open and then maybe you can share uh, the sister's sure. equivalent of this. So it's 90 days. Although you get a little Easter on Sunday. So I've never been a fan of little Easter's on during Lent. I've always thought that was for um, for wimps. Y'all get a little Easter on Sunday? Yeah, I'm pretty sure we do. I, yes. I, didn't, I we, did we not Sundays see Sundays and solemnities are days of relaxed discipline. <laughs> yeah, I'll share that in a second. So, um, so it's 90 days and this is what you do. You do cold showers. This is every day. <laughs> I think it says brief cold showers, and I don't think we need to qualify cold showers with brief. Yeah, we're just saying, ours just says cold showers. Cold showers, no alcohol, no desserts and sweets, no eating between meals, no soda or sweetened drinks, no TV or movies without the permission of the fraternity. 
uh, only music that lifts the soul to God, no sports uh, on TV without the permission of the fraternity, computer and phone for research and communication purposes only, regular and intense exercise, a daily holy hour with a minimum of 20 hours of silent prayer each day. Excuse me, 20 minutes. That would be a bit, uh, that would be heroic for 20 hours. Uh, weekly fraternity meetings, no major material purchases without the permission of the fraternity, and a minimum of seven hours of sleep each night. Those are the, the basics of the program. And then in addition to that is an emphasis on brotherhood. So weekly fraternity meetings, um, also consider time outside of the meeting each week. Um, there's fasting on Wednesdays and Fridays. There's supposed to be more, as if we're not already fasting enough, right? Wednesdays and Fridays are supposed to be more serious. Uh, abstain from meat on those days. Uh, and then Sundays and solemnities is our days of relaxed discipline where um, discipline's not abandoned, but we get to enjoy one of the disciplines that we uh, are taking on uh, during those 90 days. And then it, it just ends with this great imperative, I think, which is uh, be joyful, you know, know Jesus mm. and be joyful. So that's the men's version. Yeah. What are okay. the sisters doing, Mary? <laughs> so Fiat 90 is basically, it, it's an opportunity for women to grow closer to the Lord, just as you said, closer to each other. And this is the distinguishing thing, which I love. Um, women can't do Exodus 90. Some women tried to do that and it just wasn't made for them. This this program um, helps draw us closest to our authentic femininity um, with a particular focus on our blessed mother. And so th these are our disciplines. It's already sounding weaker. <laughs> oh my gosh, Father John. And so just like, just, like, just like Exodus 90, these are our disciplines and practices and they cross. Um, so it's discipline in our bodies and it's discipline in our minds and then it's discipline in our souls. And so this is what ours look like. And so it's fasting. So fasting, like, so on Fridays and another day of the week, um, any, any choice, you know, any day. And then it describes what fasting is and what fasting is not. Waking up after the first alarm, this is called the heroic, the first heroic minute of the day. So as soon as that alarm goes off, you get out of bed um, and start your day. Exercising three to five days per week, uh, fasting from all desserts, sweets, and alcohol, and then no snacks in between meals. So those are the disciplines of the body. I didn't hear anything about cold showers in there. No, we don't have that. Can you imagine that for women with our long hair? Can you imagine? That would be tough. There would be some dirty hair and, and no conditioning of our hair for, a lot of for 90 days. That's right. And then under the discipline of our minds, um, you'll hear some distinctions here because you, you, you'll hear distinctions between those things that are an issue for men in Exodus 90. And then for women, you'll hear things identified here in just a few minutes that are very particular to women. And so fasting from gossiping and complaining. Like that really, that really stood out to me. So, so the practice of no gossiping, no complaining, limiting TV and movies only when we're with others for a very specific purpose, only listening to music that lifts the soul to God, no phone use after 9 p.m., no social media, and here's another clincher for women, no unnecessary purchases, so offering up um, worldly pleasures. And then the discipline of our minds, and I love this first, this first discipline, spiritual adoption. 
Mm. So as we go through this whole process, it helps to unite um, uh, uh, um, unite what we're doing for a very particular person. So you can choose a person to adopt who is living or someone who's passed away or the unborn and spiritually adopt them, offering up your prayer and your sacrifices for their intentions. Um, a Marian devotion. So incorporate maybe a new Marian devotion into your daily prayer life, whether it's the rosary or the Angelus or uh, the Memorari. A confession, uh, they encourage us to attempt biweekly uh, confession, but definitely monthly confession. And then 15 minutes of spiritual or scripture reading with the re- and they offer a reading schedule for us and then a Marian consecration and it gives you opportunities um, or different options for that attempting daily mass uh, praying the morning offering and then um, an examine at night beautiful and of course just like Exodus 90 we have um, a community aspect to that 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 keeps us accountable Great. Uh, Great. to one another. And, and I think, you know, obviously this, this is kind of like a shotgun for a lot of people in the sense of, well, I got to get all that down. Uh, you can find information on both Exodus 90 and Fiat 90 at, you know, at the drop of a hat by just uh, Googling them or using DuckDuckGo or whatever you might use as a browser. So again, why are we doing this? So we just have, it, it's funny, you know, I things like this, uh, I'm always reminded of, St. Ignatius and St. Francis and other of the great saints who did really momentous acts of penance when they first converted. And then because they so harmed their bodies, they actually discouraged people from doing things without permission. And so um, things like this can easily lead themselves to spiritual pride. And so it's... uh, it's something that you you only want to take on if you feel like the Lord's inviting you to this. And I think just like you, my experience has been almost out of nowhere. I just felt like the Lord has put this on my radar personally. And then uh, invited a set of guys, um, both here in Acts 29 and then some priest friends and um, some other uh, brothers, all the spouses, you know, of the sisters on our team. And Pretty much every guy has said yes. It's so much so that we actually now have multiple groups. And uh, I know some groups of priests who are going to start and do it on their own. And that's really why we're saying this. We want to invite people to prayerfully discern. You got a week because <laughs> it starts, uh, as you mentioned, next Monday on the 17th to discern, like, is the Lord calling you as well um, to take this on? And we could all do this together because like you were talking about with the sisters and with your own uh, thinking about doing this in the past, you can't do this on your own. This isn't about like, okay, I can do this. This is about a group of people uh, drawing closer to each other and to the Lord so as to be prepared, sharp, spiritually acute, uh, attentive, um, and grown freedom. And I don't know about you, but I mean, I've, I've always loved Lent. In fact, my sister and I were just talking about this last night. I get sad on Easter because the disciplines of Lent are so appealing to me. Mm. And I feel the Lord just inviting me back into some significant discipline right now. And so, again, this isn't, uh, this is no cakewalk, but I, I really think this is of the Lord, at least for me. And I know you feel that way for you too. And we want to invite others who think that, hey, maybe it's for you as well. Let's do this all together. And we can all do that spiritual adoption piece. Maybe we can do this for our country. We can do it for the Supreme Court right now and for the 
decision that they're going to make with regards to potentially anyway turning overturning Roe versus Wade uh, and maybe Casey versus Planned Parenthood. We can do it for the leaders of our country. We can do it for the church, for the leaders of our church, for our Holy Father, for all our bishops. Uh, or for whatever other intentions that people might have, huh? I think it's a glorious idea, Father John. And um, as you and I were talking uh, about our conversation before we recorded it, um, at least for me, I just feel like um, God is calling each and every one of us on to mission. We talk about all the time, every day, you know, that third um, fundamental conviction of ours is that we were born for this. We were born for this time. And you and I and our team and scores of people also believe that God has a very specific task, a very specific job, a very specific area of God's vineyard that he's calling us to get to work in, all to build for the kingdom of God. And I can't do that if I'm not prepared and ready. And, and um, just real quick, I'll just say, you know, the word that the Lord laid on my heart at the end of last year was prepare mm. and not in an ominous way. Mm. Um, it was prepare because I prayed with that word, Lord, what do you mean by prepare? And as things started to come together in my own prayer life, I feel like this is what this is for. And it is to be prepared for the mission that he's entrusted to each and every one of us, regardless of where we work, regardless of our vocations, the gospel mandate is for each and every one of us. And uh, we can't hear the Lord. Uh, or at least sometimes I can't hear the Lord because there's so much static, what, mm -hmm. whether it's social media, whether it's my phone, all the digital devices that we have in front of us 24-7. And uh, perhaps the Lord has a special word that he's going to speak into each and every one of our individual hearts. And he's going to be handing the baton to a number of us in a new way because finally we've heard him and we're ready to engage in the mission that he's invited us to. Yeah, just to, to put a bow on that, you know, even as you're talking, I mean, I'm seeing, you know, the Lord as the general just gathering all the troops together and um, we're constantly on mission, but it does seem like there's an, an urgency to the mission that he's giving to us right now. And so he's, he's at least inviting some of us. Maybe it's you who are listening. I don't know. Maybe it's some friends of yours as well. He's inviting some of us to, to come away with him right now and to get, to go through some serious training, some serious discipline to grow as a band of brothers or a band of sisters so that his desire can get accomplished, which is he can get his world back, which is uh, why we say that we exist as Acts 29. So that's the challenge. You want to go to boot camp for 90 days? We'd love to have you join us. We'd love to hear from you too. Like if you, Absolutely. If, if you feel like this is something that's inspiring you and you're going to start a group, uh, wherever you might be, whether you're in Omaha or you're out in California or down in Texas or you're here in Michigan, wherever you might be, we'd love to hear from you. Like, yeah, we're going to do this. Because then we can share that with others uh, in subsequent podcasts because it just helps to know I'm not doing this alone. There's lots of people all around the country There's who are doing this. About, like, I, I love that. Being in solidarity with one another, sharing the struggles, sharing the fruit. Yep. Right? And Father Patrick, this is a huge challenge <laughs> to you down in Cincinnati, brother, like, or in Cleveland, rather. Excuse mm -hmm. me. Like, we think the Lord's calling you. We want you to join us and get a group going down there. So, uh, yeah, we're excited about this. So it's a, a blessed season, this uh, time of the new year. We're just coming out of the Christmas season. We're entering into ordinary time, which doesn't mean like normal time. It just means it's the weeks of the year that we count by numbers as opposed to by liturgical seasons. But it's anything but ordinary. It's always pregnant with God's grace. And the Lord wants to move right now. So let's, 
let's at least, if this is uh, something that doesn't seem uh, like it's resonating with you, let's at least ask the Lord, Lord, what's that word you have for me this year? What is that resolution you want me to take on rather than the one that I want to take on? Whatever that might be, let's do it and let's do it mindful that we're doing it together in solidarity. In the meantime, do not be afraid because God is with you and you were born for this. 